Well, I have some exciting news. Oh, boy. We officially have a corporate sponsor. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. That's right. This is a big one, too. I'm pretty excited. It is the interim government of Afghanistan. That's right. The Taliban. (laughs) They heard what we've been doing. They like it. And I mean, listen, is it a is it a perfect is it a perfect corporate sponsor to have for your podcast? Maybe. Yes. They're doing some exciting things. I'm I'm listen, I'm telling you, I wouldn't recommend a product or service that I don't use myself. And the Taliban is very excited to introduce their new cryptocurrency. Gun coin. <laughs> You're going to want to get in on the ground floor of this one, folks. This is a, I mean, <clears throat> this is a rocket emoji all the way to the moon. And who bye, knows more bye, about bye. rockets or the moon than Islamic terrorists? Those are the two favorite things. I'm sorry. Uh, um, <clears throat> Sovereign governments, Islamic sovereign governments. We are here. We're, these guys. So this is a fully cryptocurrency, the gun coin. Uh, as far as I know, fully crypto. Okay. None of this is uncrypto. Because I, I, I just gonna... always wonder when, like, what if I want to use like buy something from a vending machine? Well, we're excited to announce that uh, there are uh, exactly three ATMs in the greater Kabul area Mm. that now accept uh, gun coin. And there is one vending machine uh, back behind back behind this old uh, uh, rug warehouse. Mm hmm. Um, where you can you can get a, a variety of uh, different uh, uh, different different chips. I don't know what kind of chips they have over there, but I'm sure they're good. Every oh, time hey, I try every time I try chips from another country, Mamma Mia. Yeah, they, and the, they in the words the of the Taliban, Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. The Taliban's new cryptocurrency. You'll say, Mamma Mia. Mm -hmm. My pop filter is coming loose. It's all over the place. This wouldn't be a problem if I'd gotten in on the ground floor of GunCoin. Dear God, do you see this thing? With with, with this new deal that that we have, are we going to be uh, offered any uh, sort of... uh... Priority options and buying, getting getting uh, in on the at least second floor of GunCoin. They said that uh, they they will be paying us at the end of the quarter uh, when they see how our promo code does. Okay, well, I would like to go ahead and say I would like to be paid entirely in GunCoin. I get a feeling we might get paid in uh, six inch blocks of two by four painted with gold spray paint. That oh. in, in a grainy photograph kind of looks like bullion 
until it arrives at the dock and we've already paid the tariffs on it. And then womp wah. Well, that's that's. <sighs> I prefer not to even think about that eventuality. Yeah, that's stinking thinking, and we're not here to do it. We have a positive mental attitude. Hmm. We are we are fully in bed with the Taliban, and it's nothing but it's nothing but blue skies, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an idea for a podcast? I do. And this one uh, started out as two ideas for uh, two different podcasts that I decided to uh, make a stew out of. Ooh, a cosmic gumbo, if you will. Yeah, exactly. The first idea was Trek Tracks. And the second idea was Max Mex. And so together they're Trex Mex. And it's going okay. to be a podcast about what if the, you know, characters in Star Trek uh, had uh, giant mobile suits. For some reason, Trek's tracks, Mex Mix, sounds like uh, north of the Mason-Dixon, south of the Mason-Dixon, uh, fast casual uh, Mexican chain with okay. two different names, like your rallies and checkers. Mm-hmm. But uh, but this is I'm sorry. Go through that again. Uh, first of all, I need the spelling of all of that. Okay. Uh, Trek tracks, like audio tracks, where we talk about Trek. So it's not it's not like tracks with like an X or or multiple X's. Nope. CKS. Okay. And then the second one was Max Mex. That's M A X M E C H S. Okay. And then you got uh, Trex Mex, where that's a Trek with an apostrophe S on the back end of it. And then Max. Trek Max? Trex Mex. Trex Mex. And this is Max M-E-X. No, this is M-E-C-H-S. Oh, wait. So is Max Mex? Max Max, Trex Max. So wait, Trek, the Max and Max Max is also CH. This is yeah. A, there there, it's a, there are it's an uh, there's only one X and it's on Max. Okay, Max Max. Okay, so so basically, this is what if Jean Luc Picard were a Gundam pilot? Yeah. Okay. Now I want to know more about Max Max. What was that? Oh, that that was just going to be uh general mech information. I see. Trex Max. Indeed. Okay. I like it. I'm surprised it's never been done. And it it seems like that would be the easy way to pump out tons of new Star Trek is just buy up uh Japanese television shows with mechs in them and like like they did with Power Rangers and then you can do all of your interior scenes and build your Star Trek plot around the action. You could literally do what they did with Power Rangers and just cut in like the interior shots of Star Trek but then whenever they go into battle then you have like the 
gigazords all fighting. Mm-hmm. Going, ah, doing that thing where they windmill their arms when they get hit and sparks fly. Mm-hmm. Alternately, you know, the, uh, they just they just released that new... They just keep doing, like, a remake of Evangelion, I yeah. guess. They could have just gotten it. They could have gotten, you know, uh, LeVar Burton and uh, the guy from... Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. Nana Visitor. (laughs) But I mean, everybody gets a mech. Like, Guinan gets a mech. Guinan gets a mech. You there, Neelix, you get a mech. The the guy who played Murdoch on the A-Team was like the weird engineer. You get a mech. Mm-hmm. Jordy's just running into stuff in a giant mech. Yeah. Jordy's mech uh, tragically did not have a, a visor Mm-mm. on it. so his, uh... It's not visor compatible, but it does have a long cane. waving around out (laughs) until he touches another mech and then he's rockets (laughs) you know like little sidewinder missiles all come out and meet at the tip of the cane that would actually be kind of cool and uh and you could uh do it live action or animated i'd probably save money to do it animated but I'd, i'd also enjoy seeing what uh all of the next generation crew would look like uh, in anime form, where where like a fifty something year old John Luc Picard uh, looks like he's twenty five years old, and he's the oldest one there. Honestly, I feel like that Picard TV show that they that is that still a thing. I hadn't heard that it's been canceled, but I've only heard bad things about it. I think where it went wrong is that it wasn't about a young Picard at Starfleet Academy, all done in the style of, uh, you know, a a shonen anime Mm -hmm. where he's clearly the most gifted cadet in his class, but he has to prove himself. No one takes him seriously because he's a British guy with a French name. Mm hmm. And then, oh man, could you imagine a Starfleet anime? I would actually watch that show. I, I would too. <laughs> Starfleet anime, <laughs> and it's tra- it's Trex Max. <laughs> you bastard! They're just yelling, <laughs> "You bastard!" all the time. Ooh, it's the the thing that's been missing from Star Trek is a. Uh, Young man with crazy hair and giant Donald Duck eyes yelling, you bastard, at the Klingons. <laughs> Trex Mex. And I guess John vi- Picard would have to battle everybody on the Enterprise and, and win that fight so that they can... Uh, it's it's a tough one respect with everyone. Like He's going to have to battle to the death with all of them. It's funny but not because not quite to the death. 
in reality, the original Star Trek reads a lot much more like a manga or an anime. Like you have like the the very overconfident like alpha male captain and then like the oh captain like Mr. Spock is like mm-hmm. his weird friend. Although they all do have some some form of buxom babe. That's, That's all, true. There has not been a Star Trek yet that has not uh, made sure to give give a little something for daddy. Hmm. And that uh that actually is a is a good segue into my first idea this week. This is called the Try Not to Come podcast. <laughs> You know when you see those uh, inscrutable uh, banner advertisements on the internet where it's like, you won't last two minutes playing this game. First of all, that's that's a bad game. Like, you want me to last longer than that. Playing a game that quickly, it's not a fun game. Yeah. (laughs) It's. It's like a severely flawed game if I yeah. don't last. More they than might as two well minutes. be saying zero stars. Skip it. Yeah, that's Game Informer. Shouldn't they this... be saying things like, "Open the floodgates. You're gonna come for forty five minutes like a pig would." <laughs> yeah, you're gonna... you're gonna call the hospital because you can't stop coming for hours. <laughs> Pleasure becomes pain as this game turns you into a Cenobite. Yeah. Says Game Informer. You're, you're gonna be in your bedroom and and, and you're and it's gonna be filled, like filling up. You're gonna be like in that scene in the Titanic where they're they're swimming up to the top to get to the <laughs> last little air bubble that's in the corner of the, the, the ceiling. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so that, but a podcast. And I'm realizing that I think that every other podcast on Earth might have us beat. No pun intended. But I don't, I don't believe that I've ever come to any podcast. If you can believe it. Well, those... If I think about those video games, I, I I think that it's it's probably legal to make promises that we in no way can fulfill. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely think. What what is the name of this again? This is the Try Not to Come podcast. The Taliban presents the Try Not Taliban. to Come podcast. <laughs> Taliban presents. Yeah, they're they hate come. They don't want that happening. Yeah. We're we're keeping we're keeping seed off of the ground, guys. This is it's specifically a, a weapon in the war on come. We're gonna every time that you start to get a randy thought in your mind, you put this podcast on, and we're talking you down off that ledge. Mm-hmm. We're like, put it away. You don't want to do this. Think of I, your family. Idle hands or the, the devil's Not your uh, stepmom. Think of other yeah, parts yeah, of your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna give you uh we're we're gonna give you hobbies. 
We'll get you building a birdhouse. Mm-hmm. A so birdhouse with need no to, holes. To, to, you're you're going to build yourself a tool belt. Yeah. You're going to fill it out. You're out there hammering away at a birdhouse. You're not thinking about that. Don't yeah. think about that. It it almost I though I think it would be easier to just do a try to come podcast <laughs> where we try and talk people into it. First podcast. I mean, honestly, if you did that, that you are fulfilling all of those empty promises from the from the banner ads on the internet that show a like a rabbit a, a rabbit with a sexy butt bouncing up and down and it says your stepmom will beg you for it or something like that. <laughs> this this video game will make your relatives horny for you. So maybe uh no, no, I don't want to do that podcast. We will we'll do the the no the no come podcast. Yeah. Which could possibly make your family horny for you, but it that that would be a coincidence. Yeah, we're not responsible. This yeah, this is the other thing. We need to have like a disclaimer where we're like, hey, hey, we're just podcasting over here. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. If so you what? happen to be listening to this podcast with your family and there are those feelings already there, it might give them the courage they need to act on those feelings, but we won't be putting those feelings into there. They were already there. Yeah. Listen, this is we're not going to put any kind of guarantee, any seal of approval, a stamp on this. Like, we guarantee no come or your money back. We get with some of this is out of our control. Maybe, maybe you're laying in bed. You're listening to the try not to come podcast. You're trying not to come. You don't know. Your dad is out in the garage in the car beating off. Suddenly Bluetooth in the car connects to your podcast app. Hmm. Now he's hearing it as he's coming. He can't take us to court over that. No, that's not us. Yeah. We're going to have to, and, this is going to be like a very. And if you come into this with a bad attitude, like if, if you come into it being like, I'm already about to come. Now I'm going to yeah. switch this podcast on and prove it wrong. You're, you're just, you're, you're just, you know, you're fooling yourself. You're, you're a bad faith masturbator. Yeah. That's what makes you go blind. <laughs> that's what makes you grow hair on your hands, buddy. Don't do that. A lot that. of people don't realize that's what happened to the, the Statue of Justice. She just beat it too much. That's why. Oh. I, I thought that she just didn't realize that she had a t-shirt tied over her eyes. <laughs> Somebody snuck up on her. Now you will judge my argument. They wouldn't call it a court case the first time it happened, right? I don't know. It's I'd a, imagine the first time think... it happened, they said, hey, can you put a shirt on? At some point, people were just settling arguments. And the guy who was good at settling arguments at some point was like, yo, maybe I should wear a long wig. <laughs> all right. All right, you guys. All right. Oh, stretch it out. Well, hang on. Let me put my special wig on for when I'm settling arguments. Yeah, my two favorite things. Justice Hang on. And oh. dress up. 
Hang on, I gotta, I gotta stop what I'm doing. I'll set this hammer down. You know what? I'm not. I'm gonna keep banging this hammer while I listen to your arguments. I'm gonna put on my long wig, but I'm not gonna stop banging this hammer. I'm on the clock. All right. Well, do you have another podcast idea? Yep. And uh, we're going uh, from from the the war against masturbation to the war against, uh, I guess, drugs. This is just say nope. Just say nope. Just say nope. I noticed it doesn't sound as it doesn't sound as firm as just this say is a, no. like a lower key uh, sort of anti drug program. Yeah, it's are we. It, just more ambivalent in our not not trying drugs or is this maybe are we just not trying some of the lesser drugs um we're just gonna try to take the the edge off of the message because uh sometimes if you're too forceful with the message people will have immediate backlash towards it so we're Mm. just trying to back it back through that door rather than charge through it yeah if if you if you're too emphatic about not doing drugs, mm-hmm. people are going to start to think that perhaps you are going to go tattletale on them to a parent, an authority figure, the Taliban. You don't know who. Mm-hmm. And frankly, you don't want you don't want that to happen. Nobody wants that to happen. The last thing you want when you turn down drugs is to run afoul of drug crime. That's what you were trying to avoid. You're like, if I try drugs, I'll get all hepped up and I'll shoot an old lady because I think she's made of candy. I saw it in an after school special. Mm-hmm. So so in this scenario, we're, we're going to say... Mostly just say nope. I'm allergic. Learn learn your limits, so to speak, children. I, I, I can't. I have a job interview. Mm-hmm. I don't want to let the volleyball team down. Cocaine gives me diarrhea. <laughs> gives me nosebleeds. I... Yeah, I'm tomorrow I have my big test to become an astronaut and I can't risk getting a nosebleed. That's yeah, I mean or diarrhea have, for that matter. Stuff leaking out of any any number of orifices if if, if you if you just said yep. It, how about this? It's a it's a it's like a stoner comedy but it's a cocaine astronaut movie. Houston, we have a problem. And and is it the uh, and the, the suits message? filling up with diarrhea? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Be, he he said no when he took his astronaut test, but that just meant he had more cocaine to take with him into space. Yeah, I can picture this trailer. It's on VHS, and it's before the blockbuster version of The Mask that has even more trailers than the normal VHS of The Mask. This summer, Hollywood Entertainment presents 
Now I'm trying to think of a name. <laughs> Space Cocaine Cowboy. <laughs> That's not good. There's got to be a better one. What if it was crack and we call it Moon Rocks? <laughs> Marlon Wayans, Damon Wayans, Eddie Griffin, and Tommy Chong. Hmm. Just say nope. Um, I'm trying to. Would I, I feel like you remember when arcade games would have like that real official looking seal and it would say winners don't use drugs. Yeah. 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 And then we were all like, yo, if you take a couple, <laughs> if you take a couple of Kevin's ADD pills, it makes you way better at Galaga. Like we're it, it, this drug makes you win at video games. <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. And now I'm starting to wonder if there is a, uh, on, on these uh, official leaderboards, if uh, there are any clean players who have a world record. Might be as, as doped up as the Tour de France. Oh, yeah. Did you see that guy that was holding a sign and he got, he caused that big pile up in the Tour de France? I think it was a lady. I mean, perhaps. Who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. But Anyways, yeah, yeah. And then she, she fled and uh, was in hiding for like a week while they were trying to arrest her for it. Yeah, I heard the Tour de France said they were going to like sue for ruining the Tour de France. Meanwhile, doping has been ruining the Tour de France for years. Uh, what did you expect? Zoot Alor. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's... We take a real kind of ambivalent stance. We're just like, I mean, nah, no thanks, guys. More for you. That's a, uh, that's a good one that I do a lot with drugs, is uh, people that offer me drugs. And I go, hey, no, no. I want you to enjoy all of those drugs. And then once they're really high, then I'm like, hey, will you mow my lawn? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, because you were so nice and made sure that I had all the all all of the drugs. Hey, now yeah. that you're all zooted up, will you do all my dishes, friend? Of course. We're just going to go outside and drink beers because it's a party. Why don't you uh, iron all of my bed sheets? <laughs> But you have to give them direction at all times. Like if you you leave and they get through ironing all the bed sheets, like they start tearing pages out of all your books and mm-hmm. arranging them in alphabetical order. Trying to oh, dig Lord. a hole in your living room. <laughs> I was just thinking there might be gold in there. But I was saying the the uh, video game instead of the screen that looks like a FBI warning and says winners don't use drugs 
maybe instead of a, a real official looking seal, we just put like a picture of us, like on a beach. Mm-hmm. And it says, we're not on drugs. And then we just let people infer whatever from that. But we're, we're having a just, great time, It looks time, like right? we're having a good time. Technically, alcohol a is a drug, uh, but you don't know what's in these coconuts with the little umbrella. Yeah. It could be juice. Could be sweet coconut milk. Maybe I'm just like truly enjoying the music played by the steel drum band behind me. Yeah. I don't need yeah. any any sort of help to enjoy that. I'm high on life. I'm stuck high on life. Oh my god, I'm Googling. How long does high on life last? <laughs> Please let it stop. <laughs> I'm rocking myself to sleep in the fetal position, laying in the bathroom next to the toilet. When will when this will end, right? It's the, not our forever. mutual friend Daniel, your old roommate and my old bandmate. The first time that I ever met him, uh, we he uh, he got a job at my old work, and we used to sit around and watch movies all day long while we were working. Mm-hmm. And he had his laptop with him, and he opened up his laptop to hook it up to the TV because he had a bunch of movies saved on his hard drive. And when he opened his laptop, he had two tabs open in Chrome. And one was, how long does marijuana last? And the other (laughs) one was Domino's Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, it was great. I've never forgotten that. What you didn't know was he'd already ordered Domino's Pizza once. This was the second order. It was, uh, yeah. We also talked about the concept of being like a, like a food werewolf. When you Mm -hmm. get home super late and you've been drinking for hours and then you feel super ambitious because you're drunk. And so you just get home and you don't have like a frozen pizza or anything, but you're like, I have all the ingredients to make fresh pesto. (laughs) <laughs> and then your kitchen just looks like a crime scene in the morning <laughs> you're like what happened well i i know from... there's crushed pine nuts all over the floor <laughs> i i know that more than one time because uh when i lived with uh daniel i had to go to work at an insanely early hour so a lot of times he will have would have just gone to sleep after the bars closed as i was getting up to go to work and I averted multiple fires, possibly, because he had a habit of (laughs) making his insanely ambitious thing, getting it in the oven, and then immediately passing out. (laughs) Listen, it's a... It's a real wake-up call. The first time you ever fall asleep before you can uh, finish cooking your drunk meal. Something it's something that we all go through, and hopefully we all make it out the other side of that. Do you think that if uh, they like it, it wouldn't have been socially irresponsible? Taco Bell would have named fourth meal drunk meal. I absolutely think that that's probably 
that was probably what they wanted. No, I mean, not just drunk. I think maybe their biggest reason for not calling it drunk meal is because it's also high meal. Yeah. But I think that we should partner, just say nope, should partner with Taco Bell as a safe alternative to trying to cook while while in a altered state of mind just seems it seems like an obvious uh, safe alternative okay so are you talking about like uh taco bell mres you just add some water to the uh heating powder and give it a shake and then you've got some lukewarm tacos to eat I mean, perhaps. Maybe we just need more Taco Bells. There should be a Taco Bell in walking distance. We need walkable Taco Bell access. No Taco Bell deserts. If I'm made the Secretary of uh, Drug Enforcement in this new government... I'm head of the DEA. First thing I'm doing, I'm putting a Taco Bell in between every three houses in every residential (laughs) district in America. No one will ever have to drive drunk again. Taco Bells will also have a bar. But uh, um, service in a Taco Bell will be compulsory for all Americans. Oh, yeah, I know. Joining the military in Israel, you you have to work two years at a Taco Bell. We can partner with the government of Mexico and it'll be like they have like a birthright trip where everybody, when you're in high school, you get to come and work at a Taco Bell. And and they're like, this isn't this isn't Mexico. If we were like, shh, you got to have fun. You'll get laid. It's just like a free vacation. OK, I'm in. I mean, I think this is a good idea. All right, I got another idea. Okay. This one was inspired by a conversation that we had on last week's premium episode. This is a podcast called McGee and Us. <laughs> oh. We, Do I have we, to watch that show finally? <laughs> we, uh, we, we had a discussion about the Christian... Uh, half live action, half animation uh, series for kids called McGee and Me about a boy and his imaginary friend who is a cartoon character he creates named McGee, who's a rad dude with a cool dude. And then they have some adventures like uh, there's one where uh, uh, the boy and his friends in the neighborhood they all bully this one kid who was also the kid who got bullied on an episode of Full House and is the kid who do- <laughs> Dr. Grant bullies in Jurassic Park. This kid was just professional bullying victim in the 80s. Okay. That same fucking kid. He just he was like on a tour, like just going around like the USO, getting bullied in every major uh <clears throat> oh, but also. There's one where uh, he, him and some other neighborhood kids, they uh, they go egg this old Indian man's house. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're doing it to him. He's just weird old man. And he's like, and they're like, get him. And I think that he learned a lesson about not being, uh, not being disrespectful or something. It's they also one where he goes, harmed the Indian man. No, but I remember that uh, one of the other bad little boys, once he learns his lesson, they had to have like a way for him to be like, oh, I shouldn't do this. And so the, the bad little boys come back to his house and they go, we're about to go over there and put the finishing touches on old Cochise. Jeez. <laughs> you know how like 12 year olds know what Cochise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. There's another one where they where he sneaks out of the house to go see a movie called Night of the Blood Freaks, which I think uh, I have referenced on this podcast before. The Blood Freaks, that is, is a type of zombie-like monster. Okay, okay. Where in, instead of uh, wanting specifically brains, just any sort of blood will do. I guess, yeah, that's the idea. I know that is the. I remember in this episode of McGee and Me, they were all all the kids were on the bus talking about how they wanted to go see Night of the Blood Freaks, and they were quoting the trailer for Night of the Blood Freaks, and they were, and it was clearly supposed to be like a Dawn of the Dead type scenario. They said. You know, first there was the day of the blood freaks. Then the night, or then the, or the, then twilight of the blood freaks. And now, as the shadows begin to fall, it's night of the blood freaks. Ah! This is just my recollection of Mickey and me. Okay. I think there's also one where they have to hide from a tornado. That's that's cool. Um, and Mickey they, is uh, like, this reminds me of the story of uh, Joshua and the Battle of Jericho from the Bible. Okay, that's what, what I was waiting for. I was like, if it's all blood freaks and, you blood know. Blood freaks and coaches. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, we're coaches and the blood freaks. And a one, and a two. Maybe I. Yeah, maybe there's. I, some, should give it a, a fair shake. I think it's a it's an interesting look at the kind of it's a perfect little slice of what it was like to be a kid in the nineties in that weird era where Sonic the Hedgehog was more famous than Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse, where everyone knew who Sonic was. But I mean, like it was like it. They were just like, if you make something edgy enough, kids are like, I will gobble it up. Yeah. And that's really what they they were. I mean, that was the era of Cool Chuck as well. When they <laughs> took away Chuck E. Cheese's tuxedo and top hat, and they gave him skateboard, but then they also gave him skateboard knee pads and elbow pads. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, but they're neon, okay? He's cool Chuck now. And we were dumb. We didn't we didn't know to be cynical about that shit. 
I don't know. This this makes me think about being a very young man and and seeing so many radical sort of things like Cool Chuck and thinking that like, hell yeah, I want a bicycle helmet until I got one. And I was like, this is uncomfortable to wear. And it makes is, my head look like an egg. Yeah, nobody thinks this is cool. Why? Why was this sold to me as cool? Why did I ask for this for a birthday present? All right, let's head to the hotline. Okay. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can call in to our podcast hotline at 702-P-O-D-C-A-S-P with a P at the end, as in Penguin. We tried to get podcast, but it wasn't available. That's 702-763-2277. Leave us a message there for your idea for a podcast, and we will discuss it on the air. Ideas like this one. File down your social security number for fraudulent activities. So, when you get this message, Kindly call back at the earliest possible on our number before we begin with the legal proceedings. That is 252-618-6942. Thank you. All right. Um. So this would be a podcast that we use as a way to scam people into giving us their social security numbers? I don't know. It sounds like there's a a problem with fraudulent activities. What on is our, that number? On our podcast? 252-618-6942 is the number. I, I don't know. I feel like we should just touch base with this guy. Yeah. He'll probably need both of our socials, right? Since it came to the podcast hotline, podcast hotline. You have called is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay. Hi. Hi there. Hey, um, we got a call about fraudulent activities. Uh, we are a podcast, and we really can't afford to have any fraud done if you could call us back please our number is 702-763-2277 that's 702 podcast with a p we tried to get podcasts but it was already taken we need we need to hammer this out right away we We've got our checkbook right here, and we just want to... Please don't turn us in yet. We're trying to do yeah. the right thing. Yeah, we are... We we don't want to begin with the legal proceedings. No, no, no. This is a real come-to-Jesus moment for us. Uh, if you know Jesus, uh, let him know that uh, we also... Uh, have been keeping tabs on how much we owe in tithes from our Patreon. Mm -hmm. And that check is in the mail. So 
just pass that along if if uh if you got the connection uh otherwise uh please call us back uh as, at your soonest convenience that number again is 702-763-2277 that's 702 p o d c a s p p as in pomplamoose thank you All right, well, I tried. But it seems like uh they weren't <clears throat> I mean, we, we did get a late start tonight. So It's true. The FBI probably went to bed a little early. Um All right, let's go to the Podtron. I think the Podtron might have gotten us into this trouble in the first place. Podtron, of course, is an artificial intelligence that we created. We trained it using the top, the top uh, charts of Apple's podcast charts, the top charts of the charts, mm-hmm. and uh, then it takes all that information. Mm, it swirls it around in a magic eight ball of uh, bits and bytes. And then it, uh, a little triangle of a uh, new idea pops up to the top. And it says, hey, what about a podcast named this? Like Culture Zone. Culture Zone? Culture Zone. And I thought, Surely this is one that already exists. Looked it up? No. It's free real estate. Okay. Culture zone. I don't know. Do you think that people are going to be confused by it? Because uh, zone uh, indicates a a place that has like a physical, it's a physical space. And this is going to be more of a in the mind sort of uh, just an audio zone. Culture zone. Culture zone. Culture exists in the zone of the mind. And possibly at Woodstock. Okay. There's been a few there's been a few actual temporal culture zones. Does school count? School? I mean not all school, but like you know the old you know the old school where like the like Plato and Socrates the the Lyceum where he'd just be like out there hanging big, out on like, the steps, you know, big throwing, stairs, throwing some some dice on the steps. Just dropping science. The, He's like, I invented the alarm clock also. Hey. He's like Fonzie. Yeah. People are just like, whoa! Oh, Socrates. And then somebody's like, yo, Socrates, uh, I dare you to drink this hemlock. And he's like, I'll do it, bro. I'll do it. Don't fucking dare me. You know how Socrates plays. Do it, Socrates. I love you. Mm -hmm. Socrates like, I got to do it. I got to do it. (laughs) I got to drink the hemlock. Socrates ain't no bitch. <laughs> Socrates, Socrates, Socrates. 
Oh no, Socrates! <laughs> oh my bro! Oh man! Oh oh! Someone call a doctor. We haven't invented them yet. Someone call a barber. I guess do barbers exist? I feel like we should have invented doctors before philosophers. Someone call Hippocrates. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was wondering. I was like, did we go doctor and then go barber and then go back to doctor? It does kind of feel like it, huh? Unless Hippocrates was running a barber shop on the sly. Mm-hmm. And it's, Everybody's it's like, sort of oh, hitting Hippocrates. me like there's probably one, but have you ever seen a movie about Socrates that wasn't Bill and Bill Ted's and Ted. Excellent Adventure? Yeah, because it seems like a really dramatic another... life, and like like it would be a pretty cinematic uh, story that that one could tell. Hmm. Yeah. Socrates the movie. Yeah, Adam. Th- this year, this Christmas, Adam Driver is Socrates. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a fun kind of a like with honors. Remember that Brendan yeah, Fraser, Joe Pesci, Joe the Pesci, home- homeless smart homeless man, Joe Pesci. Yeah, and uh, young Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I will remember. Remember that that Madonna song was from the soundtrack. I do remember that song. With honors. That's all I remember <laughs> of it is, is the trailer playing that Madonna song. I remember very much enjoying it, but I have not seen it since I was a, a kid. I don't know that I've ever seen it. But uh, if the Socrates movie came out, uh, I'd probably end up just watching the porno parody of it. (laughs) Socrates. Socrates. Yeah. He invents soccer. (laughs) It's like Air Bud, but it's just an old man (laughs) in a toga and sandals. Well, there's nothing says time-traveling Socrates can't be on this topless soccer team. The Culture Zone. All right, do you got one on this list that you like? Yeah, this one is called Over Here, the Deep Brewery. And that's over here like you would do with your ears. Oh, over here. Over here, the deep brewery, and and I, I think that this is uh, another one of our conspiracy shows where we try to find the mythical deep brewery that uh, makes the uh, strongest yeah. brews in the world. You know, they they use that uh, deep under the soil, heavy water for their concoctions. That and, deep uh, down water. And have to dig down deep to find the deep brewery. And uh, over here, what's going on down there? Some dwarves. Maybe, maybe, maybe. some dirt dragons. Orakai. 
Mm-hmm. What else? Tremors. Yeah, Tremors will be down there. The Shy Halud. Sure. Um, Balrogs. You got your Balrogs. You got your uh, probably Bugans. a lot of bones down there. Been yeah, burying bones. stuff for a long yeah. time. You're gonna have some of uh, Harrison Ford's wife from What Lies Beneath. She's mm. down there. Was it his wife or his mistress? A oh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't uh, <laughs> hasn't caught up with the uh, late '90s uh, sexy thriller What Lies Beneath. But something was beneath. It wasn't just a clever name. I still haven't seen it. Well, I got bad news for you. It sounds like there's a lady down there. He's a killer. There's a lady down there. He killed her. And I think there's like a bit of like supernatural, like she drags him down into the water at the end or something. Hmm. Is over here all one word? Yeah, over here the deep brewery. So it's like uh, we're like oh, we're hearing those the dwarven, the dwarven brewmasters ply their trade mm-hmm. as they make their delicious dwarven mead. Yeah. It tastes and we're like liquid gold their, upon their your lips. Ancient machinery, and uh, probably to gaze upon it would be both terrible and beautiful yeah oh yeah this is this is like some uh lovecraftian horror mm-hmm. this the, the deep brewery one must then sample the drink of the brewery so that one can forget yeah to gaze upon it drives you mad and the only the only panacea yep is to Dwar- black Dwarven out. brew. It's the uh, answer to and uh, cause of all of life's problems. <laughs> Over here, the deep brewery. Maybe we just do like a. We, we just put like a muscle effect on our voices, and then we're like just talking. Yeah, this is a pretty good batch of uh, deep brew we got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a. Uh, what do we want to call this one? Deep brew C. I don't know. I, I just, I I just like to drink it when I try to come up with a new name for a new beer. It kind of turns, you know, makes me dislike it. I hope I hope nobody can uh, overhear us right yeah, now. I don't think they can. That would be... uh, it's so dark down here. I, I would like to. I assume that this is a blonde ale, but I can't really see the cow. Yeah, I I guess. It tastes like a blonde. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me. Um, what's your mom doing later? Speaking of tasting like a blonde. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> oh, you we do it, have dude. fun down here in the deep brewery. <laughs> All right, I got I got another idea. Okay. 
this one it says <clears throat> Moon Row. Okay. That's M O O N R O E. All one word. So like uh like uh if the moon itself were like a you know like a, a, a fun sidekick. The moon moon row show. Moon row. I kinda honestly when I read this, the first thing that came to mind was like a kind of a you know late seventies detective show. Okay. Tonight on Moon Row, an all new mystery. Followed by Macmillan and Wife. <laughs> and then later on, there can be a spinoff that's uh, Moon Row and Macmillan's Wife. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on Moon Row, special guest Carol Channing and Tatum O'Neill. <laughs> okay. And then that one's the it's the That's origin a paper story moon of row. It's the, it's the origin story of of Channing Tatum. <laughs> oh no no oh Carol Channing oh Tatum O'Neill don't get into the transporter together. <laughs> Quiet moon row. <laughs> So I guess this is kind of a like Kolchak the Night Stalker. It's mm-hmm. a it's a supernatural thriller detective show. Moonrow Thursdays only on CBS. I like it. I wish they'd make I wish they'd start making shows like that again. Me too. But every time they do, it stinks. Remember when they did that one with Rain Wilson? Which one? Where he was like a grizzled detective. No, I never watched that. It was like... What was the name of that character? It was just like a name like... Killy Mead. They're like, God damn it, Killy Mead. Everyone hates you, but you get results. And he's like, well, I hate everyone, and I'm a drunk, and it's always raining on this show, but I solve the murders. Sounds It sounds great, right? I think I need to know a little bit more about Moonrow. Is there anything about Moonrow that... Uh... You can say that you, you wouldn't say about like a Munro. Maybe Munro has a big moon head. Like, like Mac tonight. Yeah. Like Mac tonight or like the like the moon guy from uh Outer Worlds. He's okay. like, Hello, I'm Moonhead. Also, Roe is uh like another name for fish eggs or caviar. Hmm. Maybe he's, you know, a fancy upper crust moon man. He's just a moon man looking for a a legal option for abortion. (laughs) What if that's Moon Row? It's a guy and his name is like 
Dick Monroe, but he got kicked off the force because he's stuck inside of some sort of a, a moon moon head costume. Like he just has like a big moon for a head from a Halloween party, but the zipper is stuck. And so he just is stuck in the costume and they were like, you can't be on the force with that moon head. And so he opens a private detective agency. Mm. Dick Monroe, private eye. Every week, a new mystery. Somebody comes to his office and they're like, oh, and then like, we can so tease what's your... the whole time. Like when we finally get it, the, the head off of Monroe reveal like. Who, oh yeah! Inside People are like, time. "What's that voice? Who is it? Who it's is the mass singer thing?" Like we yeah. need to exploit that. Uh, you don't have to try very oh. hard to have it. It's Ted Danson. I know it's Ted Danson <laughs> in there. We love him. Moonrow. And there's always like a funny, there's like a funny case that he's just wrapping up at the beginning of the episode, you know, mm -hmm. where he's like finding a missing dog for a lady. And he, it turns out that her dog died years ago and she's just, she has dementia. And he's like that, <clears throat> uh, that'll, that'll be $50. <laughs> like he still bills her. <laughs> And she's like, we, you're, you're the best detective, Moonrow. He's just bringing her a dog from the pound. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs> That's the Moonrow theme song. Mm -hmm. That's our pilot episode, Moonrow. <laughs> he's, he's just giving a dog that he found to this lady who has dementia and and is hiring him because her dog ran away. It's his dog. It's his dog. That's the, that's the joke at the very end of the episode. He gets home after he solves the big case, the murder, you know, that dog is in his apartment and it runs up with his slippers and he's like, good boy. <laughs> he's been selling this dog to this demented old lady every week. That's how he's paying his rent. Moonrow. I'm not I'm not a good uh, theme song guy. They'll come up with something better, I'm sure. Anything else on the Podtron list jumping out at you? Uh I've got You Show. Ooh. This is Y-O-U. Y-O-U show. You show. So this would be kind of like uh, show and tell. Or Yeah, I, I think that this is going to be somewhat uh, listener generated. You show where you're because the we're talking to you. But this would be a show that's about you. So you would need to write a show and give it to us. And we'll it's make like it the, about uh, you. It's like the uh, superstar karaoke booth at the mall mm -hmm. where it'll record you and then like uh, make a CD 
of you singing Genie in a Bottle? Well, see, well, that's what this will effectively be for them. But what we're looking at on our end is I'm just going to read the dictionary and then we can cut that up however we need to. Wait, so you're just going to read every word? I'm going to read every word. And then when listeners submit a script for us, you know, it's a lot of work for one week to record the whole dictionary, but then it's just automated. Hmm. And then they can make us say anything they want us to say. Okay. Yeah. We could do that. A you show, but but the you is the listener. And rather than them being the host or the star of the show, they're some sort of a puppet master behind the scenes. They're pulling the strings. Pulling the strings. Making things happen. Will Moon Row ever get to the bottom of it? What's happening on the dark side of Moon Row? That's where the deep brewery is. (laughs) You show. This could also be interesting if we just left it up so uh, anybody could add to it. You know? Oh, just have like a a Google Doc and... uh... Like a comment section almost where people could, uh, you know... I wouldn't say a Google Doc because you'd have one jokester who would just delete everything that everyone wrote and replace it with the entire script of the B-movie. Okay, well... That's going to happen. It's you show, not B show. But Hmm. if that does happen, we could. I mean, there's nothing to stop us from just releasing a recording of us saying the B movie. Yeah, we said the B movie. We could say the B movie. So I you mean, show we, becomes we've had B worse show. ideas than just yeah. saying the B movie. Yeah. All right. Here's here's uh, here's what we got this week. We got uh, Trex Mex. Try not to come podcast. Just say nope. McGee and us. Culture Zone. Over here, the Deep Brewery. Moonroe. And you show. Hmm. <laughs> now I'll say that um, I think I think Moonrow is a bit of a moonshot, pun intended. It's a uh, it's a lot of work putting together a weekly serialized detective show about a man stuck in a uh, moon costume Mm -hmm. who solves crimes. I don't think it's below us. I also don't think it's out of reach, but I think it is the most ambitious of the ideas this week. I think Trexmex is also up there. (laughs) Also would be a lot of work as well. (laughs) It'd be even harder to... Uh, convey 
all of the action of uh, Star Trek mech series in podcast form. Yeah. Um. Over here, the deep brewery. I guess that would just be more of a muffled soundscape. Mm-hmm. You show. I mean, that really relies a bit on uh, audience participation. Yes. Although we could just do the B movie idea. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then we have Culture Zone. Just say nope. Try not to come podcast and McGee and us. Hmm. I'm really okay with with most of the ideas this week. I don't think we should do you show. You show or. I mean, yeah. Um. I would say. We could do Try Not to Come podcast. <laughs> that one, I think, is definitely in our wheelhouse. We can, we can say some pretty un- unsexy stuff, trying to, you know, we're the saltpeter of the mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, no one is, we're already halfway there. No one is coming to our podcast. <laughs> well, that's, All that's, we have to uh, do is... okay, uh. I'm okay with either either one of those, uh, either Monroe or uh, Try Not to Come podcast. Oh, you th- you th- you're it's between Monroe and Try Not to Come it's, podcast. I, I I would also, I think that Trex Mex could be fun, uh, but it it would maybe not be the idea as was stated in this podcast. I don't think that we're going to be able to do it as a narrative. But I mean, could I, I talk for an hour about Star Trek and mechs and how mechs would change treks? Yes. I will say I will do Moon Row if we actually do. We don't just like talk about Moon Row for an hour. We have to write a pilot episode <laughs> for our show Moon Row <laughs> and then perform it. <laughs> I think we already got uh we got a strong we got a skeleton we got skelly bones we just need to put some meat on that on that armature figure out what moon rose big uh, freak of the week type uh mystery is going to be but we could always just do the the uh, try not to come podcast <laughs> as well well, I, I say what's your, right, what's right your now, schedule look like? Let's let's see what happens, and, and when Thursday rolls around, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make see a decision, how much... and, and this one will be left left up uh, at this point in time uh, to uh, not yeah. chance, but uh, just the 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 way the world works over the next few days. Yeah, yeah, we'll say. Uh... We'll we'll do we'll try not to come too much and and put that energy into trying to write the pilot of our uh, our our new hit detective series Moon Row, <laughs> the detective with a moon for head. <laughs> <laughs> so 
If you want to find out if we actually pulled off Moon Row or just did a podcast where we told you things to make you not come, you can head over to our Patreon at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash we don't have a podcast yet. Over there, you'll find a, a premium episode for you every Friday. You can just uh, hit the button to subscribe and that'll that'll drop right into your podcast app. A new episode every Friday, along with uh, every episode from every Friday in the past. And uh, yeah, along with that, if you sign up at the $10 level, we'll make you a t-shirt. So uh, yeah, head on over there and uh, leave us a review on iTunes or uh, whatever podcast the service you're using spread the word and uh we love you good night good night <laughs>